Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and, Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. The sermon text is the OT Old Testament reading and the Gospel reading. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whose words will we believe? The fathers or the fakers? So which will it be, GLCers? When it comes to the war of the words between the Father, God the Father, and the faker, that is the devil, Satan, that slithery serpent, there's no playing Switzerland, okay? No one here can say, well, you know, this doesn't really involve me, so I'm just going to stay out of it. Dear friends, dear friends, to argue that this has nothing to do with us is to side with the, 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 the faker. Dear friends, no middle ground, no opting out, no third option. The Father speaks his words. Will we trust them or not? That is the ultimate question. It's a matter of life and death, eternal life, eternal death. Now in the OT Old Testament reading, you heard, once again, the saddest chapter in human history. Papa Adam, Mama Eve, our first parents, they believed the faker. Did God really say? Did God really say? Those words from the devil, daggers, that drove doubt deep into the hearts of Papa Adam and Mama Eve. They followed the faker, but they forsake the father. You heard it, Genesis 3, 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her. Men, no more saying, God, you gave me this woman. Adam was with Eve, okay? There we go. There we go. And he ate. They take a bite out of the apple. That fight involves, includes all of us, because we are children of Papa Adam and Mama Eve. We are members of the Adams family, okay? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? We are children of Adam, all right, and we have followed the faker so often without a fight looking for, hoping for self-preservation, self-protection, and self-promotion day and night. See, the goal of the faker is to make us think that God the Father is holding out on us. And that is what we see play out in Genesis chapter 3. Three temptations, uno, dos, tres, okay, three temptations, the temptation trifecta, temptation number one, Genesis 3, 1. Did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? Now this is a temptation to self-preservation. The slithery serpent, Satan, 
hisses into our first parents' ears. You only have yourself in this world. No one's going to look after you. The only person that's going to look after you is you. The father is a deadbeat daddy. He's like that uncle that only visits, you know, once a year, maybe once a year. Undependable. Undesirable. Understand? No one has your back except you. So lie, cheat, steal, do whatever it takes to survive. Do what you must to fill your tum-tum because guess what? You're the only one that's going to fill your tum-tum. So fill away. Dear friends, we pray, give us this day our daily bread. But we have doubted that, haven't we? We see the saving shrink. We hear the gut grumble. We feel the sickness spread. And that's when the faker comes at us and hisses into our ears, I thought the Father promised to provide for you. Where is he? He's left you in the lurch. He's not coming, is he? No. I mean, he doesn't really care about your needs. Look at all that you're lacking. You lack so much. It's all on you. It's all on you for preservation. But don't worry. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. You will be just fine. Temptation number two. The devil doesn't stop with just one temptation. Genesis 3, 4. You will not surely die. Now this temptation is for self-protection. Self-protection. He hisses into our first parents' ears. Oh, it's just a piece of fruit. Come on! What's the big deal? You can determine for yourself what's good for your diet. Yes, you, you can determine what's good for you for yourself, period. And that piece of fruit ain't deadly. Call the Father's bluff. Taste and see that you indeed can protect yourself. Dear friends, we pray, deliver us from evil, but boy, oh boy, does it feel like open season on all of us. We have problems, we have pain, and it doesn't seem to diminish, it seems to only increase as we get older. All this pain, all these problems, and the slithery serpent Satan, that faker, he capitalizes on the pain and the problems in our life, and he hisses into our ears, where is the Father? Where is the Father protecting you from disaster, disappointment, doubts? No safety with him, thank you very much. I think it's time for you to determine what's good for you. And don't you, don't, don't depend on those Ten Commandments. They're not, they're not, they're not sure and certain. They're more like suggestions anyway. You can't depend on them. All you can depend on is you. Yes, you. You know your body better than anyone. So try this. Take that. It may burn for a little bit. But you're not going to die. You're going to survive. You're going to live. You can do it. I know you can. 
You got this. All you have is you when it comes to your protection. But don't worry, don't worry. You're going to be just fine. Temptation one, temptation two. There's a third temptation, folks. Temptation number three. Genesis 3, 5. God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. This is a temptation to self-promotion. The faker, that serpent, hisses into our parents' ears. The Father is holding you back. He's holding you back from your true potential. Yeah, here is your ticket for quite the promotion. I mean, don't you want to be on top? Don't you want to call the shots? Don't you want to hold all of the cards? It's right there, only an arm's length away. Just reach out and take it. Dear friends, we pray, thy kingdom come. But boy, oh boy, that kingdom looks unimpressive. The king, so weak, his power puny, pathetic, and you know his followers, not much to, to look at. Have you ever thought that... Uh, Maybe you can build better than the father. Hmm? Now this is where the faker, that slithery serpent Satan, he uh, takes advantage of our pride and our arrogance, and he hisses into our ears, yes, build your own empire. You can have it all, power, prestige, pleasure, popularity. So don't be content with where you're at. Don't be content. Climb, yeah, climb. Claw your way to the top. Don't you want to be king of the hill? Don't you rest until you can say, I've arrived, I've made it. Then you'll be happy, then you'll be content, then you will be satisfied. Until then, you have work to do. Ready, set, build. It's all on you for your promotion. But that's okay. You'll be just fine. Um, 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 um. I don't think our first parents were fine when they followed the faker, that slithery serpent Satan, as Pastor Paul tells us in our epistle reading, Romans 5.12. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. Our first parents plunged their pearly whites into that apple, and therefore plunged all of their children, including you and me, into death. Into death. Death that is more than decaying bodies. Death that is more than these bodies growing old, wearing out, winding up at home cemetery six feet under. Death that is first and foremost unbelief. Rejection of the Father's words and therefore rejection of the Father's life. Papa Adam, Mama Eve. 
they gave a huge, ginormous, and oh no, to the Father's words, and a huge, ginormous, Y-E-S, yes, to the faker's words, that slithery serpent Satan's words, and therefore put themselves on the highway to hell. Now, we have entertained the faker's words, foolishly thinking that it is all on us, foolishly thinking that, well, we must preserve ourselves, protect ourselves, promote ourselves. All lies. It's all lies. Following the faker is, uh, well, playing with fire. Thanks be to God, Jesus doesn't allow us to be misled forever by that faker, or else we, we would be dead forever. In the wilderness, Jesus gives a ginormous Y-E-S-Yes to the words of the Father, and a huge ginormous N-O-No to that faker, so that we are preserved, protected, and promoted like, 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 like no other. Now, the faker never met a man who didn't give in, give up, give out. Every single man that Satan hissed his lies to fell. Fell hard. Believing the faker's words, not believing the father's words, this all changes, though, with Jesus. All changes with Jesus. Jesus gives a yes to the words of the Father all the way to his dying hour where he's victor over the faker and rises as the giver of more life and more hope than we could ever deserve or desire. Now that is what we see play out in Matthew chapter 4, our gospel reading this morning. The slithery serpent Satan, well, he, uh, he fires three missiles at Jesus, doesn't he? He aims the temptation trifecta at him, and he fires away. It worked in the garden. Will it work here? <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go through the temptation trifecta in the wilderness, shall we? Temptation, number one, the temptation to self-preservation, Matthew 4, 3. If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Still dripping, soaking wet from his baptism, the Holy Spirit takes Jesus on a field trip to Disney World? No. <laughs> to the wilderness. Remember, remember, remember... In the waters of the Jordan, the Father says, This is my beloved Son. This is my beloved Son. Well, after 40 days of fasting the wilderness, uh, the faker, that slithery serpent Satan, comes along, and he wants Jesus to doubt those words. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, you don't look so beloved, do you? The Father has kind of left you all alone, hasn't he? He doesn't seem to really care about you, Jesus. 
Uh, do you hear that? Oh, yes, that's your tum-tum. That's the sound of abandonment. Jesus, no one's going to look after you in this world. It's time for you to fill your own tum-tum. The Father ain't going to provide for you. You've got to provide for yourself. And so look, look, at, look at that cold stone right there. Turn that cold stone into a piping hot loaf of bread. Eat, Jesus, eat. WWJD. What does Jesus do? He fires words right back at Satan, doesn't he? Whose words? The Father's words. Matthew 4, 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The Father's words preserve us in both body and soul better than any food on this planet. Now, we can gorge ourselves in Burger King, Taco Bell, you name it, you're going to die. Real life, lasting life, forever life, enduring life, found in the Father's words alone. Bon appetit. Temptation number two, the temptation to self-protection. Matthew 4, 6. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Oh, okay, Jesus. Yeah, you trust the Father. I get it. Prove it. Prove it. Jump. Yeah, 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 just jump, Jesus. I mean, the Father's going to protect you, right? The angels are going to give you the softest landing ever. So cushy, cushy. Not one little bruise on your heel. That's what the Bible says, Jesus. Psalm 91. Yeah, you, you heard me, Jesus. You heard me, Jesus. I can quote the Bible just like you can. Two can play at this game. No testing the Father, only trusting the Father. In the face of pain, real pain, plain pain, Jesus takes the Father and his words at face, at face value. Matthew 4, 7. Again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Now, desperate times call for desperate measures. Slithery serpent Satan has never faced a man like this. By this point, every man has caved, every man has fallen. He is sweating bullets at this point. Time to go nuclear. One more temptation. Time to go for the jugular. Temptation number three. The temptation to self-promotion. Matthew 4, 7. All these kingdoms I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Come on, Jesus. Just a you know, one-second bow. That's it. And all the treasures, all the glory, all the power of these kingdoms, yours, Talk about a promotion of a lifetime. You'll be the richest guy in the universe. Jesus doesn't take the bait. Matthew 4.10 Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. The faker, that slithery serpent Satan, hushed departs with that pointy tail between his legs. The devil. 
Never met a man like this who keeps saying yes, yes, yes to the Father. And this one, this Jesus, would say yes all the way to the cross. Where he is not preserved, but rather gets the how we deserved. Where he is not protected, but rather faces whips, jeers, nails, thorns, and is rejected. Where he is not promoted, but rather puts himself underneath the world's sin, your sin and mine, burying himself underneath the world's sin, and is damned and demoted. And this, dear friends, isn't just how the slithery serpent Satan is hushed, but also crushed. That's right. Jesus, he gives a yes, a yes to the words of the Father all the way to his dying hour so that Genesis 3.15 can be true forever. Genesis 3.15, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head. The devil gets the kill shot, right? And you shall bruise his heel the slithery serpent Satan is hushed and crushed, whereas Jesus is risen and living. Jesus clings to the words of the Father all the way to Calvary, where he dies. He dies for us. He dies for our pride, our arrogance. All the times we said no to the Father's words, our disobedience or high treason, our idolatry. And then Jesus is raised from the dead to give hope and life to sinful humanity. We do not have a stingy daddy, okay? God the Father ain't no stingy daddy. God the Father does not hold out on us, but rather God the Father holds out to us, he holds out to us preservation, protection, promotion, divine preservation, divine protection, divine promotion through his words, through his words, through his words. Dear friends, the war of the words has been won, but the battle wages on. Which will we believe? The faker's words or the father's words? What will it be, GLC? Hmm? What will it be? Dear friends, temptation number one has been swallowed up by words. You know which words? Take, eat. This is my body given for you. Take, drink. This is my blood shed for you. We pray, give us this day our daily bread. And we do that because here we are fed in, with, and under wine and bread, life that can't ever be dead. It's here where the Father reaches to us in bread and wine, life that can't ever die. Life that goes through this life, through death, into the resurrection and everlasting life, preserved in both body and soul. Thank you, Father. 
Temptation number two, swallowed up by these words, I forgive you all for Jesus' sake. We pray, deliver us from evil because we are forgiven. Released from sin's hellacious consequences. I want to use uh, the A word there, but I know we buried that last week. Hallelujah. There, I said it. And the lightning did not strike me. The Father, dear friends, doesn't promise to protect us from all the pain in this life. If we believe that, we will be disappointed, disenfranchised, and probably depart from the faith. The Father promises to deliver us out of the pain in this life and world into the life and the world to come where we will experience the greatest gain. Problem-free, pain-free living. Ultimate deliverance, dear friends, coming to each of us right around that last day corner. Not a hair in our heads shall perish. No, not ever. Protected in both body and soul. Thank you, Father. And temptation number three is swallowed up by these words. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray thy kingdom come because the kingdom does come to us at the font where we are made royal sons, royal daughters of the king. We have the king's acceptance and approval. We even have the son's unbroken yes to the father. So when the father, the king, looks at us, he sees only perfection. He sees a perfect son, a perfect daughter. And he welcomes us to his table. We have a seat right next to the king. Talk about a promotion. (laughs) Promoted in both body and soul. Thank you, Father. So which will it be, GLC? The slithery serpent, Satan's words, the faker's words, or, or, or the Father's words. Who will we trust? Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.